feel the presence of God, you want to invite God into your situation. There is one key that never fails. And that key, Jesus used that key. And anytime he gets to a point, Jesus in the body as a flesh, as a human being, he always used that key. And that key is thanksgiving. Anytime he met impossible situation, he used thanksgiving. He saw thousands of people who need to be fed, who were hungry. The economy on earth here do not support what he was going to do. But thousands of people with few loaves of bread and that is impossible. It's impossible to feed them with it. But he took it and lifted his eye and gave thanks. Once he gave thanks, it opened, the key opened up and it continued to multiply. Even his death, he gave thanks. When he sat at table, the Bible says he took the bread, which represents his body, and he gave thanks, and he broke it. That take and eat. His blood that he was going to pour down, he gave thanks. He took the cup and gave thanks, and said, "This is my blood." Drink. His sacrifice, even suffering, he gave thanks. It is a key. But the devil gives her the opposite. Complain. God, you see, I today have been eating, you have been. Give thanks. And when you look at Psalm 22, verse 3, Psalm 22, verse 3, said, but you are what? God is what? Tell somebody, you can't say holy because you fear. Don't be afraid to say holy. He made you holy. He said, God is holy. And what? What does it mean in throne? He 
he is enthroned. Who do we enthrone? A king. If one go to rule in any affairs of your life, this is what you must do. Enthroned in the praises of what? Israel. No wonder when Israel prayed, they were in a tight corner and they prayed and the prophecy came and God said, I am going to fight this battle for you uh, and go ahead. And do you know what they did? They just enthroned him. They lifted God, put him on the throne of praises and they started marching forward and singing his good and his message endure forever. And whenever God is enthroned, there's no way an enemy can defeat you. You are God. He is holy. And he's enthroned where? In the praises of what? Israel. In the praises of the church. In your praises. You enthrone God. You say God now. Rule. Rule over. Now sit on your throne here. If God is enthroned. Who? The devil or his mother-in-law or uncle. None of them can face that God. But we put God aside and rather sit on, the, on it. And when the devil comes and starts slapping you, they say, God has not delivered me. Put him there. Praise him. And as we praise him, Israel praise him, God is enthroned. And today, as we continue to praise him and thank him for what is done, we are putting that God continue to sit on your seat here and continue to be enthroned to become the king and rule over this church. And imagine when God is ruling over the church, he has no problem, no problem with budget deficit. The silver and the gold are his. The cattle on the hill, they belong to him. Even if they do not exist, he calleth things which be not as though they were. As we enthrone him, he sit there and we are praising him God sit there. And while your enemy is planning against you, he sit on his throne and he laugh. Why will he laugh? He knows that all what he's doing cannot work because I am enthroned. So we want to always enthrone God in this church and we want him to be there. Psalm 100, verse 4, the entire Psalm 100 uh, uh, is one of my favorite. Let me read from verse 1. Make what? A joyful shout to the Lord, all you land. Some of us get irritated. When we are praising God with a shout and noise, don't be irritated. God is giving us a command to do that. 
There's a time for the quiet ones and there's a time for us to shout to our king. Each one must be put in its own perspective. When they come to shout the Lord, let's do it. When they come for meditation, to stand and meditate and think about the Lord quietly, let us learn how to do that one too. Verse 2. Serve the Lord with what? With complaint. With what? I like serving him with gladness. That's why sometimes I get excited. Say, okay, DNA, what is happening to him? No, I'm just excited to serve God. For your information, I just want to serve God. I've been saying over and over again that if you don't pay me, I will still serve in the same way I'm serving. Because it is my duty to serve him. So, if you're serving as a singer, as a, an usher, as a ABC uh, facilitator, as children's service, youth facilitator, whatever capacity, as a traffic control, people as security, as whatever it is, serve with what? Serve with what? When people are coming and they meet you and an usher, let them see that you are glad to receive them into the house of God. As a pastor, if you are praying for people, if people come to you, be happy. Be glad that not the person you are serving, you are serving the Lord. Whatever you do, do it with gladness. When you come to the house of the Lord. Oh, are you getting me? I hope you're getting me. Serve this the Lord. Serve the Lord with gladness. Don't serve him with complaint. Serve him with gladness. Even when you're giving the offering, it's a service. Give it with gladness, not with complaint. But your money that you give will go and serve the purposes of God. Serve him with gladness. If you do this, you'll never get offended. If you come to church and anybody offend you, you have a problem. I won't have a problem with the offender. I have a problem with you who has been offended. If your attention is on Christ, you see, the blind man who wanted to be healed, he didn't care about whatever anybody said. You read about the woman who needed healing for her daughter. Jesus called him Avun. Is it, am I right? Some of you who don't really understand. A dog. The normal thing is to be 
offended. But he didn't care about what, whether he was a dog or not. He said, yes, I could be a dog, but dogs eat. My, my focus is not me being a dog. My focus is on the healing. When you come to church, your focus should be on Christ. If your focus is on yourself, you will be offended because yourself, this self-image can be damaged. Somebody can hurt it. I hope I'm helping you. Sometimes somebody's worship can even annoy you. The way they worship God, they are sitting by you and they are, they are irritating you. Don't worry. They are fertilizers. You have some fruit you have to bear. Fruit you have to bear because we have those type of people in the world, in the office you are going to meet. So God is preparing you. So be glad when your focus is on God, nothing just attracts you, nothing offends you. Somebody can even be offended when somebody gives an offering. And you're in the That's not your money. <laughs> he has his money, he wants to give an offering. And you're offended. If your focus is on God, leave everybody to focus on his God when they come to church. Serve him with gladness. When you're singing, serve him. It is out of that, that gladness that God promotes. I remember Dr. Otaba when he started he used to work with information services with Pastor Donko. The one they say I have stopped. Ebuana. He didn't know where. But you see this young lingling man having all his zeal for God. Sometime he will walk from Nima. I used to live in the same place with him. Nima to Jiaro. Is it Jiaro? It is at Kanishi or SIC, your area there. Obechebi area there. This guy will walk with his one trousers, rejoicing. He will go and preach all his heart out. Why wouldn't God reward him? There's some time I gave him money. He said he's not going to take it. He's learning a lesson. On the last one he took, he said, from this last one, God won't have taught me the lesson. We were happy to go into the forest, the bush, Akuse, midnight. You see us marching from 
Dodoa walking to Akuse to go and preach the gospel. And it was the curfew time. When soldiers meet at their fray, they think they are ghosts. Got the zeal and the love of God. When we go to those places, we don't sleep in hotels or classrooms. Sometimes bare floor. Almost all the time. Line up like sardine. What we need is the next day. There is a zeal, a love, not because we want money, not because we want anything. We want souls to be one for the Lord. Where is that commitment? Now, charismatic, anybody who works for God wants to be paid. If you leave this one, what do you think about it? 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 What do you We need to do all. Give our total life to God. Let's get deep and throne God first in our life. Then our services will not be an eye service. So now most of us want to work for people to see we are working. No, 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 no. People don't want to be at the background now. But the rewarder of every believer sees whether you are in front or behind. You remember when David wasn't there. He wasn't in the front line. He was at the back line. Everybody silent him. His father silent him. His brother silent him. Put him somewhere. When he came to choose, God looked into the heart of this one. Bypass all the front people. Went all into the bush. He said, if the one who is hidden does not come, we are not going. Wherever you are, God sees your service. Whatever you do, I might not know it. I might not see it. The leadership might not have even recommended, well done. Don't worry. Our reward is earthly and small and, and just temporal. The reward of God is permanent. I'm saying this to whip up your zeal again. Not for me, but for Jehovah God. The Lord 
thrown him. I hope nobody's offended. Don't be offended. I've nobody in my mind. None of you have discussed anything with me. I don't have you in my mind. I have God in my mind. I have you that you will serve God and benefit from your service to God. So go on. Focus on your God. Enthrone him in your life. In the house. Enthrone him with praises. Everywhere you are going. Enthrone him with your praises. No matter how dark the place is. Whatever is happening in your life. Enthrone him. And that is what. If you see anything Jesus giving time. That they had a bigger problem. Hey. People crying hungry. And if they are five. If they are ten. The armor bearers can stop them. But how many thousand? Five thousand. They have been eating for how many? For three days. Kai. Small thing. When, you know, some of you, when we are, you are ang- hungry, the hungry and angry, they go together. Small thing, your thing come. So even fasting time, I don't want to be getting on people's uh, listen. <laughs> when you get into 2 p.m., uh, don't be playing with people that hard. <laughs> we thank God. We praise him. But Jesus saw the situation. He said, don't worry. And somebody said, oh, there's somebody who have got a lunch, a small boy. At least that person have faith that a small boy lunch can feed. Jesus can do something about it. The little he gave it to him, he broke, he gave thanks. He enthroned the father. The father, anytime you are ruling over five loaves of bread, it becomes thousands. Now sit and Lord, multiply the heavenly load. Multiply it. He will break it and break it. And they had a lot. And when he had taken the five loaves and the two fishes, he looked up to heaven, blessed and broke the loaves and gave them to his disciples. Let us learn how to do that. We are going to enthrone him. The verse 4, let me go to my psalm, then we will enthrone him a little. Oh, Psalm uh, 100. Know that he is what? Tell somebody, know that he is God. You see, if you don't know that he is God, your knowledge that he is God makes you give him thanks for everything. Know that he is not one of the small goals. He is God. It is he who has what? Ah, I love this area. Who made you? I said, oh, mommy, I want me. 
We must know one that he is God. Know two, he is the one who did what? Who made you. Satan didn't make you. It is God who made you. And I not we ourselves, not your father, not your mother, not anybody, not the doctor. It is God who made us. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Oh, I love that. Then verse four. Enter. Everybody say enter. We need to enter into what? His gate. The one who made us. The one we belong to. The one who is our, who owns us. Enter into his gate. Don't stand outside. Enter. There is no protection outside the presence of God. The only protection is when you enter. There is no provision outside. The only provision is inside. No wonder. Give us our daily bread. From where? Okay. Enter his gate with what? With what? So we the key to the gate. How many of you have got gates in your house? If you have a house, you don't have a gate. There's a compound house. Even compound house, they have gate. The compound house. Thieves doesn't like compound house. So you don't need a gate. <laughs> Enter into his gate with thanksgiving and into his court. Don't remain on the compound and look at the flowers and everything. But you need to go further inside. It is when you are outside that you are not properly trusted. Those that are properly trusted, you get inside the house, isn't it? When you are not sure about the visitor, you don't bring him inside, isn't it? So God said, you, you belong to him. So don't just enter and stand outside. Get into the court. Get to the hall. Get to that place. And into his court with praise. So Thanksgiving opened the gate. Praise opened the house. Some of us have entered into the compound. We are walking around. Down. No, no, that's nice. That place you are protected. Nobody can touch you. It's a, but you are not inside the house. You must enter there. That is where the freezer is. That is where the food is. That is where everything is. Enter there and take it. No wonder. When they give thanks, they said, Praise the Lord of praise. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the 
thing. Then the fifth says, why do we have to give thanks and to give him the praise? He said, for the Lord is what? Tell somebody the Lord is good. The devil always wants us to think that God is not good. He is good. The devil is bad. God is good. Don't let anybody tell you that God is bad. He is good. Don't let the situation in your life tell you that God is not good. He is good. He is good and his love. His love endures forever. He loves you and his faithfulness continues through all generations. I love that area. God's faithfulness did not stop with Abraham. It did not stop with David. It did not stop with the people in the Bible. It continues forever. So if we serve him, he is faithful to also reward us. We have come with